language. If you can be that support for your partner, that is huge because there's nothing harder than trying to be healthy when nobody is supporting you, especially the people that you love. Hi, my name is Cherie and this is Life is Cherry. Hi everybody, welcome to Fitness Friday. I am so excited today because I have a special guest on and really why I'm so excited about this guest is he is my other half. He's my man. He's my lover. (laughs) But why I wanted to have him on today too is because he and I definitely have made it a goal in our marriage, a goal in our relationship to always stay in great shape for each other. And for him as my other half, I actually have been super motivated throughout our marriage because of him. He's actually been the one that stuck to most of the workouts and I kind of fall off the wagon and come back here and there. So I want to welcome Brandon Priest. Hello. (laughs) Stoked to be here. Yeah. So I, part of the fun of this is we just want to, I want to have a conversation about the support that we give as couples and the importance of having the goals to stay together and stay motivated for our fitness goals. And so, yeah, I just wanted to have a chat about that. Um, Throughout our marriage, Brendan has definitely always been somebody who has constantly been on a regular schedule and kind of talk about that. Like what has brought you to that point and why it's easy for you. It was a little bit easier for him than it was for me. I used to be fat. (laughs) Being fat's no fun. Um, When I was in high school, um, I kind of like actually had this discussion with my brother a couple of weeks ago. Um, And he was actually instrumental in me kind of start starting to get into shape. But if you asked him or probably my other siblings as well, they would all, they would say something like this. Like they didn't really see me as being a big fat guy, but as I got older through junior high into high school, I just kept getting bigger. I like, I carried my weight. Well, I didn't look like a big fat slob, but I just got to be this big kid. And, uh, and I didn't even actually see myself necessarily as being being a fat kid either. Um, I knew I had a belly. I knew that I was weighing more all, all the time as I looked at the scale and that sucked. Um, but I didn't necessarily see myself as being this big fat guy until one day I was walking down the hallway in my mom's house. And uh, I, on this one wall, she has a, a mirror or had a mirror at the time. And I walked past it and I looked in the mirror and I turned my head. I guess I got to look this way because it's a mirror. But as I turned my head, I saw this big fold on my neck just wrinkle up. And I'm like, I kind of walked past it and I stopped and I looked back and I held the same pose. And I just saw this big roll of fat on my neck. And I thought, holy shit, I'm a fat kid. And there was something about that day that just changed changed me since then. Um, I went in, I, I got on the floor and I tried to do a push up. I couldn't do one single push up. And, uh, so I just, and we, we had a treadmill in the back of the house that, you know, how it's like becomes like a coat, coat rack. Nobody ever uses it. There's just clothes on it and stuff. So I, I went in the back, um, tore off all the clothes off the coat rack and I got on and tried to run. That didn't work out. 
So I thought, well, I'll, I'll walk, you know, for now. So I walked a mile every day until then I could run a half of a mile and then I could run a mile. I started doing push-ups until I can do one, then I could do five, then I could do 10. Then I got to the point where I didn't have a gym membership yet, but I had a backpack and I had books. So I threw a bunch of books in my backpack and started to do that. Then I bought some just weights, not necessarily a weight set, but I found some plates at a garage sale, I think, or something. So I started putting weights in my backpack. Eventually I joined the gym. I got into mountain biking and I started doing things that I enjoyed that kept me in shape, like biking. And, How old were uh, you when you started all this? I was a senior. Okay. So I was like all, almost 18. Um, and within probably six months, I went from, I think my, the most I ever weighed was 236. I went from 236 down to 175. And I'm 222 now, so 175 is a really small me. Um, but I'm also 20-something years older now too, right? And you didn't but, have any trainer to do this. This is something that no. you saw in yourself that you wanted yeah. to fix. And you really, just by seeing yourself in the mirror, change, had a mindset change for your health as a teenager. Yeah. And so it's possible for teenagers to take that step at 18 and make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I cut out all fast food. I didn't drink soda at all. I cut that out completely. In fact, I didn't start to drink soda again until I met her. She's from Magna, Utah. I might have been the bad influence in our relationship. It's not her fault, <laughs> but she did live in Magna, Utah. And those of you who know Magna know the water out there is you need a knife and fork to eat that crap. Um, <laughs> So when I went to her house to hang out with her family, um, I took one glass of water and I thought I'm never drinking that again, but they did have diet soda. So I kind of started to drink that and got used to that, but not really great for you, but at least it's sugar-free and it was something that, you know, I could stand at their house. But um, no, I, I completely cut out all my fast food. I wouldn't eat pizza. If you ask my mom, I think she just told Sheree this the other day. You couldn't pay me to eat a cheeseburger back then. Now you got to try to pay me not to. But um, <laughs> but that's the point. In fact, I heard in one of Sharice and Teresa's podcast a few weeks ago, they talked about how, you know, you get to a certain point and then you can decide where you want to be and you can adjust your lifestyle and the way that you eat from, from there, you know, to maintain. And that's kind of what I've done. And ever since, ever since then, I've always gone to the gym every day. Um, and adjusting your way of eating to where it fits the body that you want for yourself, the health level that you want for yourself, not adjusting it back to eating a cheeseburger every night. Because I think no. that's like a big mistake that people do, especially when they lose weight for the first time and are learning that for the first time. I think they go down that bandwagon a little bit more when it's some diet that somebody gave them instead of them learning that like is, you did for yourself. If it's too hardcore, you're, you're never going to stick to it. Um, I have people in my life that I know that constantly are starting keto or whatever like that. And really they never stick to it. Um, very few and far between do, and it's because it's so hardcore. Right. And so it's, it's not a diet that you do. It's a lifestyle change. Right. I'll be straight up with you. I, I love cheeseburgers. I love bacon. I love all that stuff. Um, but usually what I will do is if I'm going to go have a cheeseburger, I'll have the burger and I will maybe only have a couple fries if, if I have that. Right. So there's things you can do to cut, cut out, um, stay healthier. 
Um, by no means am I a physical specimen, you know, I don't, what? I, I don't have, a, <laughs> I don't have the rip six pack and everything that I might like to have, but I also want to go out and enjoy my meals and have a beer and have a burger. And, um, you know, if you, if you eat clean, eat good 90% of the time, my philosophy is 10% of the time, who cares? Right. Well, so. I think too, it depends on what your goals are like right now. And this is something that I talk a lot about because I constantly have people telling me, oh, Shri, you were never fat. You looked good before. And I, and I want people to understand that the journey that I'm on right now is different. Um, and we've talked about this a lot. There's clean eating and there's healthy eating. And so I'm on the plan of clean eating, which will take me to the goals that I want. But eventually when like, like Brandon was saying and talking to Idris one of the other weeks, we were talking about how once you get to the body that you want, you can finally adjust to what you need to be to keep it at that level. And the thing that I've noticed with eating so clean and getting to the level that I'm at right now is that my metabolism, it has sped up. It's crazy, but it is honestly working for me because of how I, how clean I've been eating and I'm changing my lifestyle to be this way for the rest of my life. And that was something that you were able to do at such a young age. And it really did inspire me throughout the many years of our marriage, which has been what, 18 years, 18 years. Yeah. But it's not just, not just your metabolism sped up because of the way you ate. It's just like a trace keeps saying, or, yeah, muscles build muscle, right? The more muscle you have, faster metabolism goes, the more fat you burn. Uh, muscle burns fat, you know, cardio that doesn't necessarily burn fat. It burns fat at, and it burns muscle as well. Um, but yeah, if you, if you build muscle, you stay in the gym, you're doing the things you need to do, kind of gain a freedom to some degree in your life that, that you don't have if you don't do those things. And that's besides like all the rest of the benefits, like confidence. And I mean, when you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you like what you see, I mean, that's worth, that's, that's pri priceless actually. There's so many pe people out there that that's not the case. They don't like the, what they see in the, when they look in the mirror. They don't like what they see when they see themselves in pictures. Yeah. Um, we all have some form of body to dysmorphia, you know? So no matter how muscular or lean you get or whatever, how good you look, you never quite maybe think you're all the way there. Um, but still you can get to a point where you don't, you know, where you like what you see and you feel good about yourself. And when you can walk out the door feeling good about yourself, then, then that's, that's a whole, whole new life to live. And I know because I've lived both sides of it. Um, this culture that we live in right now with body acceptance and, and, you know, beautiful at any size and dad bods are sexy and all this shit. Like, I just don't agree with it. Um, because I've lived both sides of it. I know that being big does not feel good. I know that being out of breath all, all, all the time does not feel good. I know that it's unhealthy for, for you. Now that's not me trying to body shame people because there are people like myself that might be more prone to gain weight, but I was tr trying to explain this to a friend, friend of mine the other day that he's like, well, there might be people with health issues, this and that. I'm like, I get that. You might be prone to gain weight, but say without anything at all, you weigh 450 pounds, but you go to the gym, you try to eat the best you can, you do the best you can, and you still don't get lean and ripped like, like you might want, but you're 250 pounds instead. 
Well, that's way better than 450, right? Yeah, and people often use those as an excuse, like anything we can use to make an excuse, right? Like I would have the excuses always like, oh, Monday's going to come. I'll start on Monday. I remember many times in our relationship, you would like be wanting to motivate me to like be better and I'd be like, well, there's a piece of cake over there. I'll start on Monday. And then next week would come and I'd be like, well, there's pizza tonight. I'm going to start on Monday. And so it's really whatever excuse you want to make for yourself, it'll happen, but it's about having that mindset and changing your life. But one of the things that you always tell me a lot about is part of the motivating factor was that you didn't really date through high school no, because of your confidence level, right? I was super shy um, for a couple of reasons. One, I was a big kid and I, like I said, I didn't like what I saw in the mirror. Um, but also I stutter too, right? Um, as much as you can hear me now, it's it's minuscule compared to when I was in high school. Um, it's actually minuscule compared to when I even first met her. Um, and that just came with confidence and age and and learning some some skills and stuff like that. Um, but no, I, I didn't date at all. Um, I was mostly shy because I was afraid to open my, my mouth and talk. I was afraid I'd look stupid, right? Um, and so actually that was actually a part of my journey as far as my health goes too, because I, I figured, you know, I can't control what comes out of my mouth, but I can control what I put into my mouth and the way that this looks right. You know? Um, and so that was like one of those things where my young brain at the time understood that maybe I can't do this all at one time, but I can do the thing that I can do right now, you know? Um, and then life seems to move on. I mean, I'm kind of working on a, project in the garage right now. And honestly, I have no fr fr freaking idea what I'm do doing, but I chose to rebuild an engine and restore this Jeep. And so it's, it's like that. It's like one step at a time, learning how to do one thing that I didn't know how to do before. Once I get that, then I learn how to do the next thing that I didn't know how to do before. And your health is, and eventually it will all be done and it will run and it will drive down the, the, the road. And your health is a lot the same way. You know, you start out and I know I have people that I've known that have been afraid to go to the gym because like, well, I, I need to lose weight first before I feel comfortable. Well, you're kind of jumping like 10 steps ahead. <laughs> Step one is get your ass <laughs> to the gym, right? Yeah. Um, you learn how to do the one thing that you can do right now. I actually listened to a podcast a while back and um, this tr tr trainer said he had this one client and for the first month, he said, all I want you to do is get in your car and drive to the gym, sit in the parking lot for five minutes, then get your ass back home. Don't even go inside. Don't work out. And what we was trying to train him to do is just get to the gym because oh, that's like yeah. number one, right? Yeah, that's The most di difficult part is just to get your fat ass to the gym, <laughs> right? You know, and then uh, just baby, baby steps, you know, I mean, I don't I'm sure you guys have all seen what, 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 what about Bob, right? Baby, baby steps. <laughs> I actually love that because I think that was the hardest thing for me over the years is, you know, being a mom and working full time and having those excuses that there was no time. I think that's huge. And that's actually a great way to start. If you just don't know what you're going to do at the gym, but you just need to carve out that time for it. And I think that's pretty epic, actually. That's mm -hmm. a great way to start and have those baby steps. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And 
The cool thing for me over the years has really been that anytime I have lacked motivation or I kind of start eating crazy diets, um, Brandon has been a huge support for me and such a great, even more than just like saying, Hey, we could go do this. It was more of his example of going to the gym consistently. When, when you have that bite of cake on your <laughs> fork and I smack it out of your hand. Yeah. Actually it's her that does that. She, she steals the cake. From me. That was one day. Right? <laughs> that was one day. Um, <laughs> Actually, but the crazy thing about that is we kind of have some funny stories about trying to keep in good shape over the years. And I used to do Weight Watchers after I had my second baby. I was on Weight Watchers and Brandon always likes to tell this story to people because I didn't know how to eat healthy. And I it was a point system, right? If any of you guys have done Weight Watchers before, it's a point system. It's magical. <laughs> it a is so magical. A Snickers bar. <laughs> Has the same amount of points as a as a steak does. It does. And so Sheree would choose to eat the Snickers bar instead of the steak. So the steak, and I'm sitting there like, I don't really think that this is how it's supposed the to girl work. Girl needs but. her chocolate every now and again, right? I might have done it more often than not. <laughs> I was like, oh, I have this many points left. I think I'll have this for dinner, and I'll have my Snicker Snickers bar later, because you know they they used to market Snickers bars as being good for you. Oh yeah, pretty much, right? I mean, it's, they're a little bit better. For that you, marketing but... <laughs> works. When I choose to have a candy bar, I have a Snickers bar because yeah. I I remember all those commercials as a kid where yeah, where you take a break from your your soccer practice. <laughs> yeah, and... totally. It totally worked. We're gonna get sponsored by Snickers yeah. now. <laughs> but Shree's never suffered from the same thing I did. She's not as prone to gain weight, and so I always like well as long as she looks cute going to the snack line. But that was kind of the plan that we had talked about even before we got married. And that was because I knew that was <laughs> I knew that was a big thing for Brandon. Mm -hmm. And that was important. And I and that's kind of part of what I wanted to talk about is that like throughout the years, if you if you're getting in a relationship and you want to be in a good, healthy relationship where a, like all aspects of your relationship are good, you got to keep that confidence in your relationship for each other and make sure that they have the same goals as you because you don't want to be pestering them about the goals that you have when you didn't talk about it in the first place. Yeah, you, you, He's smiling. I already know what he's going to say. <laughs> so I'm sitting here thinking about when we were first married. And we we did have this discussion, actually. Um, this was a talk we had. I um, Shree told me that she always wanted to be in shape. And I told her, I'm like, well, I always want to be in shape. And that's what, what I expect from us both as well. And anyways, at one point in time, conversation came up that, I don't I think it was her sister or something. Well, what would you do if Shree got big and fat? And I'm like, I probably wouldn't be attracted to her, you know? Keeping it real, right? I mean, it's it's real, right? If I'm a big fat guy and I don't like what I see in the mirror, I mean, you like what you like, right? It, anyways, that turned into years of me being at her parents' house and having her three, three sisters start shit by saying things like, Brandon says he's going to leave Sheree if she gets fat, this and that. And all of a sudden, I got all of her fa family jumping all <laughs> over me. Sometimes you got to just stand your ground, right? You know? But... It wasn't just about physical. It was what I would say is this is like, well, what if I came home and I just t told you that I just decided I'm going to start to do meth. That's my new thing, right? You know, it's unhealthy. It'll kill you. It's not good, right? 
I got a secret for you. You being obese will kill you just as fast as drugs will. Yeah. Um, in a much more painful, slow death half the time. So I used to be an EMT and I'm telling you when people die of an overdose, they're having a great time. Right. But when you die of heart disease, you have years of suffering. Right. Yeah. And it's just not, not worth it. Well, because two, it's controllable. It depends on what you put inside your yeah, mouth. Right? And two, just being able to have a better life for yourself. I mean, one of the things that majorly for me through keeping good health has been that with having kids, I wanted to be able to go on hikes with my kids. I wanted to be able to go out in the ocean with my kids and not feel like I was needing to cover up or that I was embarrassed. I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss out on those opportunities. And that was a huge thing for me. And that's really kind of my why as like a mom and wanting to just never miss out on those experiences. But too, as a couple, I mean, guess what? Our kids aren't going to be living at our house every single day of their life. They're going to eventually move out and it's going to be me and this guy. And don't you want to be where you were when you first got together and were completely attracted to each other and wanted to jump each other's bones? I don't know. She didn't say that. That was. Yeah, she did. <laughs> like, you want to just still have that confidence because in any relationship, especially for women, you have to have that confidence to feel good about other aspects in your relationship. And I think that goes for both of you. But as a woman, I know that's big for me. If I'm not feeling good about myself, then it makes it harder for me to be to have the desire to be intimate. And so I notice that over the years when I'm not feeling great about myself, like I just don't feel as excited in those situations or in those moments. But um, staying healthy together has really actually improved that part of our relationship over the years so it's a huge deal and having that support from each other i think is huge through this whole fitness journey that i've been going on brandon has been a huge support for me and while other people have been asking me why i'm doing it or giving me dirty looks when i tell them what i'm eating because they're like oh that's not worth it brandon has actually been eating dinners with me, the same dinners that I eat to make it a little bit easier for me. And that's huge. If you can be that support for your partner, that is huge because there's nothing harder than trying to be healthy when nobody is supporting you, especially the people that you love. Yeah. She was asking or she was saying the other night, she's like, oh, thank you so much for being such a support and blah, 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 this and that. And I'm like, um, why the hell wouldn't I support it? She's, I mean, she was a smoke show before, but Jesus Christ, now she's ridiculous, right? Um, plus the food's not bad, right? Um, the way that, it, that Idris has, has coached her to eat has been pretty easy, actually. I mean, I, I like to smoke meat, I barbecue, um, so I'll smoke her up chicken breasts. They're really good. And we have like a, a mountain of salad and vegetables with chicken on top and like actually when you get done, you're full, right? Um, people think that when you eat right, you have to starve yourself and that's not even close to the case at all. So yeah, they think you have to starve yourself or lack, have a lack of food and just be constantly hungry. Right. And through this whole thing, I have eaten more food than I probably have in the past 10 years of my life through this whole journey. And I lose weight and I get leaner. It's 
been crazy, crazy experience in that way. But I think that's what's been kind of cool with even with the way that we've done things in our relationship is by him setting an example for me to get back to the gym and things like that. He was just doing it by going to the gym. He wasn't constantly coming home and saying, Shree, you need to go to the gym today. It was more by example. And I knew it just was a reminder of what we had wanted for ourselves as a couple throughout the years. And I remember when we moved out into the area we're at right now, I looked at my app and I had this gym app that would check me in and tell me every time that I went to the gym and, it, and I pulled it out. <laughs> this is really embarrassing. We've wasted so much money on gym <laughs> membership for <her>. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I just always use the excuse that I didn't have time, right? But it was really about changing my mindset and wanting to make that happen for myself. But I pulled out my app and it told me, it said, you have not been to the gym or your last check last check-in at the gym was 364 days ago. And I was like, what? You I'm like twice in one year. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to the gym. And that was like one of my motivating yeah. factors to get back there. Is I was I was so disappointed in myself. And so thanks for that app also. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing, is like people make this excuse that you don't have time, right? It's true that time's hard. Um I remember there was a time in, well, after high school, um, at a job and I had to work at like seven. So guess what I did? I'd wake up at four o'clock. I just did that for like a, a, a year, um, to go to the gym before work. Four o'clock sucks. No matter who you are, four o'clock, 4 a.m. sucks balls. Right. Yeah. Um, but I did it cause I had to now, then I started going after, you know, life changed and stuff. And I was single and this and that in college, I would go to the gym in the afternoons or whenever I had time. Right. Um, well then I got married and afternoons are hard. I don't want to take time away from her and the kids. And so I started going back in the morning again. And, uh, I saw this funny meme the other day and it said, when people ask you how you stay so motivated to go to the gym and stuff like that. And then it showed like a picture of bug bunny looking all like just tore up right and say <laughs> me at the gym at 6 a.m right and it's like that's how we all feel when we walk in the door we feel like shit we look like shit right but guess what we're we're there and by the time we leave we feel good and we look good right you know it's yeah. never easy you just have to do what you have to do to do what you know to get the things in life that you want and then once you do it for long enough then it does actually become easy it's not hard for me to go it's just something i do it's just part of my day you know so yeah and that's the crazy thing is some we humans are creatures of habit right and the reason why I had almost a year lapse one day short of a year in me going to the gym was just that I never made it a habit I never made it a consistent time during the day and I think that when you're first starting your fitness journey that's something that is huge and that's why I love that baby step that you talked about earlier is just even going and sitting there and making that time work for you. And as a mom, sometimes I have and working full time, I have to decompress before I go straight into the gym. So I get off work and I go and I actually kind of sit in the parking lot for five minutes and just kind of decompress before I go into the gym and make sure that I'm ready to have that workout that I want out of it. And I think the huge game changer has been that 
I've just made that habit work for me. And I already know that when I get off work, that's going to be my main priority. And our kids are getting older there. We have two high schoolers and one elementary school kid. And the cool thing about having them is they're getting old enough to where um, I've talked to them and hopefully they're going to start going to the gym with me and making it a family thing instead of just a couple thing that we work on together. And I'm kind of excited for that and helping them form better habits for their life. They might and they might not. But as a parent, sometimes the only thing you can do is set the example. I mean, you can force and you can push and you can prod, but sometimes you just end up looking like an asshole, right? Um, So sometimes you just set the example and hopefully it works, you know? Yeah. And having those habits put in place because when they see that you have this as a consistent thing, hopefully it it will be something that they'll see as beneficial for their future as well. And guess what too, when they're small, I mean, besides the food they sneak throughout the day when they're home for summer, when they're small, the food they eat is the food that you make them. So that's simple. Right, just eat and just cook healthy food, and your kids will by default eat somewhat healthy. They might bitch and moan sometimes about things, but still, I mean, they eat what you feed them for the most part. So, yeah, but I think for us, I think the huge thing that I I loved about our relationship is that we've always been there for each other, and I mean, just kind of like what we were talking about you only are going to better your relationship by being a good, a better support system for your partner in that. And if you, one of you decides to go on a healthier journey and say, Hey, let's change the way we eat for dinner or these other meals. It's huge to jump on board with that and have that support, whether you're going to be excited about the food or not, it's about you as a couple and wanting to be there for each other But guess what will happen in that same instance? You're going to actually better your health as well. So it's kind of a win-win situation. And so I think that's a huge part because I've seen, I've been on groups where I see people struggling with their families, wanting to be supportive and making fun of them. And guess what? I've gone through this. Like people look at me crazy and they think that I'm doing things strange and they give me, it's mostly looks, right? Because they don't know what, like how to tell me that they think I'm doing this ridiculous program. But the cool thing about having a partner that will support you is guess what? You may be the only one supporting them. So that is huge for you to be able to do that for each other. And for some weird reason, people are unsupportive about the stupidest things. I can't tell you how many times in my life where I've had people, oh, you just wait until you get older. You'll stop all that gym stuff. And this whole thing that you've done will be a waste of time, right? All right. We'll see you in 20 years. Well, 20 years down the road, I just got home from the gym just a few minutes ago. And um, I see people my age and I think, geez, right? You, you, You have no choice but to grow old. You do have a choice as to how you age. Yeah. And you definitely will look younger if you're keeping your body healthy and keeping yourself fit. I mean, sometimes I run into people even from high school and just to see the difference in our health and how much younger I feel that I look compared to them. And not that I'm trying to judge them or anything, but you can definitely (laughs) see the difference in your health choices and 
why not? If you want the fountain of youth, this is a huge deal when it comes to that. And it's very important. Yeah, it is. I mean, I can think of a couple of friends that we have off just offhand that are, he's 10, 10 years old, older than I am. And dude, super ripped, super cut. Age is nothing but a number. I mean, look at, look at coach at Trees, you know, um, age is nothing but a number. Like I said, you don't have a choice as to whether you age or not. You do have a choice as to how you age. Um, and usually the people that are not supportive, the people that are saying the stuff to bring you down, this and that, oh, well, you'll stop someday, blah, blah, blah. It's just jealousy. It's just hate. And insecurity. Insecurity. They, they feel bad because they can't do a thing that they see you do. And especially when you start out um, and you start to make gains or losses or whatever it is you're trying to do, you're going to have those people saying stuff. Um, eventually, it sort of dies down once they're like, oh, wait a minute, he's for real. She's for real, right? You know, but I mean, I just had to have a talk with a family member the other day that sometimes she says weird things and she says, you tell you tell Sharif for me that if she loses too too much weight, she just won't be as pretty. pretty. And I said, um, I'm not going to say say that actually. <laughs> I did tell Sharif and we laughed about this. I'm not going to say it because one, it's silly and two, it's super rude, right? When somebody's on a health trip and um, you you support them in that, I've got a bro brother right now that I'm super proud of. Actually, um, yeah, I, I had a discussion with him. I was going to ask you to talk about that. Yeah, I don't know that it was all me, but I know I was there at the beginning of his journey. But for a long time, he's kind of gone up and down, and he'll do these fat things. He'll do keto. He'll do you know these different things, and he'll lose some weight, then he'll gain some weight back, then he'll lose some weight, gain some weight back. But I remember a conversation we had, we sat down to have lunch one day and, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, just pick, just pick one thing that you can do consistently and do that thing, you know? And then once you get that thing down, do the next thing, you know? And that was only like six months ago and he's down like 65 pounds. He looks amazing. Yeah. He's and he's doing on so a, well. And he's in Mexico right now. And uh, this was his first trip since he lost the weight and he was like getting... He got like all fake and baked before he went and tanned <laughs> up and everything. And yeah. No, I'm super stoked for His him. His confidence level went up. And yeah. that's the coolest part about being like having your own fitness journey yeah. is it's really for you. I don't go to the gym and do these things just for Brandon. I'm not going to say it's not for him because that's a goal that we made together. And I want to make sure that we stay in our best shape together. But it's more for me and his journey is more for him. Because when you, you don't want to do it for somebody else. I know Dries and I have talked about this, how a lot of his clients that he trains will do it for him. They're like, well, I only stay stuck to it because you were there helping me or I did it for you. And he's, and he's said many times, he's like, don't do this for me. I don't care whether you eat right or whether you lift weights. He's, he says, you have to do it for you. And that's really a huge deal in a relationship. If I were constantly only doing it for Brandon, then I would probably be resenting Brandon every time I had to go to the gym. And that would create <laughs> well, a only, worse relationship than a better Not one. only would you, maybe if you did do it long term, which would be doubtful that you would. Yeah, true. Um, you would certainly have some resentment there, but you just wouldn't do it. 
Yeah. You're, you're not going to do something like that for someone else. Yeah. You won't stick if, to it. If you don't care enough about yourself, like you're certainly not going to care enough about this person here to go put in all that work. The only, the only way you put in the work and do the hard things is when it's for, for you. I like that after all these years for you still attracted to, to, to me. I like that, you know, our sex life is good and, and all that stuff, but I don't do any of this stuff for her. I do it because if I don't go, I feel like shit. If I start to get smaller and I start to lose m- m- muscle mass, I don't like what I see in the mirror. I don't feel He's good about nice myself. Guns. I kind of, I'm one that I'm big on men's arms and their muscles and their back muscles. And that's kind of, and, and also really as you get older, things start to hurt. Right. And I've decided that you're not going to escape the pain. You can either be fit and be a pain, be in pain because you're sore, or you can be fat and be in pain because you're in bad shape. Right. But I have shoulder issues and staying in the gym keeps my shoulders nice and tight, keeps my muscle tone and it keeps them in when there have been times where I've not worked out as much, they start to hurt worse. It, it keeps me healthier. It keeps me stronger. It keeps me feeling good. But on, on the flip side, you're still kind of always sore from working out, right? So you can't escape the pain. Like, like you can't choose whether to age or not, but you can choose how you age. You can't escape the pain as you get older. Things are just going to hurt, yeah. right? But you can either... I haven't experienced that yet. You I'm, can either be, I'm way younger than this guy. You can either be sore and fit or you can be sore and fat. It's up to you, right? You know, it's it still is a life choice, right? So. Yeah, and in my journey right now, that's actually one of my goals every time I go to the gym is to be sore with whatever muscles I work. So if I'm going to work my arms out, I want the next day to not be able to really use my arms because I work that muscle enough to where it's going to rebuild itself and build it stronger and bigger. And that's where I'm at in my journey right now. I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm just trying to bulk up my muscle mass. And, And it's crazy how just everything that I've been learning from Adris and everything that I've been reading that everything that I'm doing is working. And it was definitely a mindset change because everything I ever learned and everything that I'd done over the years, I wasn't in bad shape. I just wasn't getting results. And I think that's when, if you're not getting those results and you just need to question it and say, okay, what changes do I need to make in those situations? But Really, I think it's just huge to be able to be on the same page as a couple. And if you're not ready to take that journey with your partner, then make sure that you at least are supportive. Because just like I was saying earlier, you may be the only one in their life that keeps them hanging on that thread to be able to make it work for them. You may be the only support that they have, and you don't want that to be something that you that hurts your relationship instead of making it something that you guys could grow together and do together. And this is a, this is a fitness Friday, not a relationship podcast, but I will say this. If your partner is trying to improve themselves and you feel angst or you feel anxious or you feel whatever, you're not supportive of it. You probably should sit back and ask yourself why, because that probably comes from, a bad place that maybe you have going on in your own head. Yeah. Jealousy, fear. I mean, come on, you, you, you're comfortable being, being big and overweight. And all of a sudden your, your wife's going to the gym looking all smoking hot. 
it's going to cause some fear, right? Why? Because somebody else at the gym that looks better than you might think she's pretty cute, right? When she starts to motivate herself, she's going to be attracted to motivated people, right? So you have a choice. Huge. You have a choice. You can either support them in their journey and also seek the best for yourself. Or maybe I'm, I'm not saying that she will by default go and, and leave you and be with the tra trainer. I'm just saying that that fear inside your head will always be real, right? But when you also do the best you can and you also are confident in yourself, then you don't have, that's not a fear that you have to have. Yeah. Um, it's just a big, it goes back to what I said when I was in high school. It's just a big confidence booster. Um, when you're confident, you don't have to have those je je jealousy issues. You don't have to have those fears, those insecurities as much. And how amazing is it if you guys start this journey together and you grow together and build your confidence together into where not only are you feeling good about yourself, but you're looking at your partner saying, wow, look at that muscle that you're building. Wow. Look at that weight that you've lost. And, and it's all about being a healthier version of yourself and what would be awful about becoming healthier for yourself and not in, in return also for each other. Yeah. But, um, that's, kind of what I basically what I wanted to get out of this today and I'm definitely gonna have my love on a on some more of these so I, I was excited to introduce you to him today and he's been a big help on my journey and um yeah it's just it's been kind of a fun chat so thanks for joining me today you're welcome thank you hey well you guys have an amazing weekend and